Hello, Boston baddies. Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work, where your hosts, Shannon and Gail, will take you through the minds of two psychopaths babbling on for about an hour. Thank you for being here. Wait, we've been promoted from one psychopath to two? two psychopaths. I wow. feel like a psychopath you at must, this point. You must be going through it. I'm going through it. <laughs> oh. Wow, thank you for thank joining you. us. Thank you for being here, everyone. What if we, guys, <laughs> what if we spoke like that? For <laughs> What would people do if we were just like, so Abby, today <laughs> we woke up. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't. I simply could not. Like NPR style. Like you don't get people too excited. You're not saying anything controversial. You're like just monotone. like, you're just monotone. Gross. Easy listening for the over 30. I mean, I definitely don't think I have the best podcast, podcast voice but i definitely am not monotone but there are people out there that are your fault your bleh, i can't talk your fall <laughs> goal should be to stop with the self-deprecation just kidding i like it <laughs> i okay peter i thought <laughs> peter's the only one that doesn't like it i do like it don't i like it yourself. i like it when i can tell you're actually kidding i don't like it when i feel like you're being serious when am i ever kidding like when we're kidding about how um we want people to listen on mute Maybe we're half kidding. But like, oh, I'm fully serious. Fully, you're fully committed <laughs> to that one. Yeah. Yeah. What What do I care if they listen on mute? That's or a not? good point. Yeah, as long as you tell your friends to listen on mute. <laughs> but no, I'm happy that we're not monotone. Yeah, kind of. me too. Um, okay, so we took a week off. So sorry, guys. Sorry about that. So sorry. So what, many like updates. I feel like and yeah. like life transitions. We're just like going through a lot of changes. <laughs> we're we're also realizing things. Yeah, like, we're realizing and we're just like growing and like developing and we just like needed like a break from the fame. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, we're not. We just Abby and I are both moving and it's been. A shit show. We both we, we just were at work conferences mm -hmm. over the past week. Both of us like traveling for work. We're moving. We don't live in the city right now for the next like week and a half before we're both back. So it's been like kind of insane. And I'm so sorry about all the like craziness for like the people that have been listening to us for um like over a year day now ones. since day one. Like we're sorry. We promise this isn't us, and we will be back. <laughs> on yeah. schedule next week so i if you guys follow us on instagram at drinks after work underscore and maybe even our personal instagrams Ooh. i had put a what is it called like a question box on my story yeah. with a picture of what was supposed to be my brand new apartment building yep and i asked people i said okay when do we think um, I'm going to move in since I was supposed to move in nine one. They pushed it to nine fifteen. And 9 you've been 15. like planning on moving into this place. Like when did you guys first sign? Like before the summer, like maybe like. No, it was way before the summer. Yeah. Like be before, like maybe like April or May we signed. Yeah. Like I feel like it was, I feel like we've known you've had this place for so long. Yeah. So, so I was really bummed that they kept pushing it. So I asked, I, people, you know, responded with the dates they think. And someone actually got it right because we new update bailed on the apartment oh. they basically emailed us and said that they need the full month of september to finish doing construction and they need to do all the um you know inspections and i guess that's the kiss of death everyone keeps telling me that like inspections Wait, take forever oh really like, so i don't know anything about like construction yeah. um, property ownership like anything so i feel like 
I would hear that and be like, oh, cool. So they just have to build, finish it, and then like someone will just sign a paper. Yeah, there's like a dotted line, et cetera. Yeah. But I I guess that's not the case. I guess it's not that easy. And like inspections can, you know, really throw timelines off. It's hard to get people to come inspect it. And then there's multiple inspections. And if you don't pass it, then you have to like obviously fix it. So basically, Mr. Man made an executive decision to pull us out, get our money back. And now. We're moving in this weekend to a building in Eastie. Honestly, the turnaround on all this trip was crazy. Because I know. so literally Gail texted me, I don't even know, at some point last week. Yeah. And was like, okay, because we kind of had a feeling this was happening. This was gonna happen, right? We yeah. had a feeling. We were like, all right, like there's a strong possibility they push it back again if they do you guys will probably back out. Um, so when you text me being like, they pushed it back again, we're backing out. In our, in our group chat with Michael, I was like, oh, damn. But like, I know we were also thinking that might happen, but we were right. hoping it wouldn't. I swear, like this girl, like the next day, she's <laughs> like, I have, and that's another reason, honestly, why we took last week off. Like, yeah. she literally was like, I officially have no apartment. Um, They're like staying like outside the city right now. And she was like, I don't have a plan. I don't have an apartment, et cetera. So she spent the like next two, like the next day you were like going on yeah. tours and you had stuff set up and mm-hmm. like locked in. And I was like, how did that just happen so fast? Cause I feel like I've been looking for an apartment for like three months <laughs> and you were able to accomplish in two days what I, like have barely been able to do. <laughs> I know. I really am trying to tell myself to like trust the process because I'm obviously really sad to have let this apartment go. Like, yeah. you know, the germaphobe in me was really excited to live in the never before lived in apartment right. building. Um, and honestly, this sounds so stupid, but like basically the old apartment was like cool toned and this apartment's like very much warm toned like the kitchen island at the other apartment was marble and i was really looking forward to like having a marble kitchen island again um but our new apartment has like a it's a piece of wood it's like dark brown it's beautiful don't get me wrong but i'm like oh my god everything that i was gonna buy was like for a cool toned apartment yeah and and you already had like your like pinterest board picked up literally like everything was like blue and gray and white themed and now i'm like shit what the hell do i do now but i'm gonna be an easy girl my commute to work is literally gonna be under 15 minutes so that's amazing um but yeah so you're gonna have to come visit i know and take the can, water taxi I'm yeah so honestly like okay so this is sounds so cheesy and i like hate the fact that i'm saying it but the, i feel like the concept of like things happen for a reason things fall into a place like it's so true and it's just it's one of those tough lessons that we all have to i think kind of have to learn in our lives where like sometimes when it feels like you're forcing something maybe there's a reason it's not meant to happen and i feel like with this apartment like they honestly like i feel like they pushed it back so many times mm-hmm thing after thing after thing was like popping up and they were like oh it's gonna be this and then it would be that and I feel like I reached those points in my life too where like I want something so bad and you can't force things to happen no and you're just like you feel like everything is kind of going against you like it was a beautiful apartment obviously we wanted you to have it in my head I'm like all right there was a reason that Abby wasn't meant to be there maybe the commute would have been like shitty over time oh, maybe it would have had horrible neighbors or the place would have been like a, a shit show like I don't know but I am really hoping that this place will like it happened so fast it just kind of came together you saw it you signed like you're moving in and I'm hoping it's just like gonna be 10 times better I know it doesn't help though that so you mentioned the work conference so I've never stayed in a five-star 
hotel before i've stayed in nice hotels but they've all been four star hotels but we stayed in the four seasons and i don't know if it's like a common theme among all of them but the bathrooms in the four seasons are literally all white gray marble with like gold accents and i was like (laughs) you're just throwing it in my face that i'm no longer gonna have freaking marble anymore um but my psycho ass obviously still had to check the bed bug registry. Didn't you say even the nice hotels have bed bugs sometimes? They do, yeah. But so I was laying in bed. It's funny. Um, You're already laying in bed at that point. It's like you might as well just let it happen. Oh, no. I sir, I stripped the bed before. You're crazy. I, sir, I know. I am. But so I was... Okay, I have a question for you. So I was laying in bed on night one. And they have like this little iPad. and At you a can, work conference? Yes. Okay. At the Four Seasons. And I was laying in bed after a long day of like socializing doing work stuff and I was like laying there and I was like oh this bed is all right like it's nothing (laughs) special I was like I'd much rather be at home in my own bed like I'm not gonna lie um and I was scrolling through the iPad and you can order like pillows to be dropped off there's like five different types of pillow they have like memory foam feather pillow this pillow that pillow geriatric pillow i'm not even kidding i think geriatric yeah um and then they have mattress toppers so basically like if you want your bed to be more firm or more plush they will come and bring you a mattress topper for either for for firm or plush and so i'm on facetime with mystery man and i was like you know this bed's a little too firm for my liking and i want more pillows like i'm gonna order some on the ipad and he was like do you have cash and i was like no and he was like you you have to tip them when they like drop off the stuff and i was like why did you tell me that? Like, now I'm not going to order. Like, you know I don't carry cash. And so my question for you is, what were you, what would you do if you were me? Would you have ordered it? Do you tip people for room service? I mean, you can't even, like, ask me that question because you know. That you don't carry cash That either. I wouldn't even know how to, like, open up the iPad and check for extra <laughs> pillows. Like, that. Like, okay, but. I'm, I'm more on the level of, like, I get into the bed and, like, I'm not someone that was like, oh, this is firm or this bed is, like, I just i'm out like a light no like but that song was written about me <laughs> out, like out a for little. the night 18 hour flight. but when you order like like you can call the friend like not even the ipad scratch the ipad okay you can call them and ask for anything a dental package more this more that i probably ask for like room service okay but, but like, do you tip them when they bring you your food yeah but like when they bring your food so usually I, the hotel i was just at um because i was at gurney's in newport and it's like they bring you your food for room service. I ordered like eighty dollars worth of room service <laughs> for myself, and they like you put the the room number and your last name, and then like there was a little tip box. So I just tipped on the room. Oh yeah, okay. So I did that. But to your point, um, yes, like you should tip in that situation. <sighs> and if I like didn't have cash, I wouldn't. Or like I would maybe just do it and then get cash the next day and then like get but it doesn't go to the same person yeah like the exact and that's what so i didn't do it and so i just laid in the bed and i was like fuck it whatever it's just funny though because i wouldn't even like think to order extra pillows or like bedding or like any of that stuff but neither would i but it was there it was there it was okay. there on the ipad right in front of me i was just like scrolling through like saying what can i order i'm um, someone though like i get very determined with mm-hmm. things like if i have something in my head like i can't let it go and I would literally probably like leave the hotel and like take <laughs> money out or something just to do this. Okay, it was 10 p.m. and I don't know how safe Minneapolis is oh, that night, so true. I was not about to or do that. Or call the front desk and be like, "Can I tip on the room somehow?" 
you know oh i guess i could have done that i just i just didn't do it i don't know i feel like no one tells you about hotel etiquette and i no just, one tells you about tipping no like, one tells you about you anything tip? where do you not tip so like at, you get your eyelashes done right like you tip right well that's the thing it's up for debate because this one girl i used to go to she owned the place so all the money was going to her so i don't think you tip in that situation because that's like her thing but then i started going somewhere else where like it was like a bigger company mm-hmm. like deco last year or whatever just because i wanted like a quick a quick fill like i didn't want to do like the whole shebang and there like i tipped because the girl i went to doesn't own the place so right. she like they, she's they not cut getting the, they get a piece she gets a cut of it but it's just like weird like i'm like do you tip like your freaking tailor do i tip the dry cleaners like i don't know like where does the line for tipping end <laughs> peter do you tip your dry cleaner i don't get dry cleaning oh. <laughs> uh, would you tip the ho- the hotel room service person um yeah oh, yes you should just to you bring me pillows the, the room service person. to bring me pillows really yeah. i mean were the pillows like did you i didn't did order the them. pillows I have know. to like <laughs> did they charge you for no. a mattress topper no yeah it's so, free yeah okay if if i had called someone at 10 o'clock at night to like put a mattress topper on my bed absolutely i would tip them because that's a force but to bring up a pillow like do you think you really need to tip i just feel like it's like the thing to do i feel like there's definitely assholes out there you know what it's probably all the rich people that don't and all like the poor people that do (laughs) honestly yeah that's how the rich stay rich they keep their money yeah like you ever see like old like bastards going to dinner and they're like (laughs) definitely multimillionaires and they're tipping like eight percent or something insane oh i yes a I lot of rich people that. are stingy that that bothers me you know, know what i mean because it's the the regular middle class people like you and me that are always tipping 20 percent or above or and above. i feel like when i make it big one day like i want to be one of those people that you see on tiktok where it's like your bill is 20 dollars and you tip 100 that's so just cool. to make someone's night yes and it's even cooler when you like don't have to let anyone know you did it yeah that's the bigger thing yeah. like i love Nothing is like, oh my gosh, a a charitable, humble person. Okay, so men, like (laughs) if a girl can tell you're doing something because you're like trying to impress her, it's like not as attractive. But like a guy that just like does stuff like that and doesn't need anyone to know, I feel like that's like a good quality. You know what I mean? Because that shows me like you're not about appearances, but it's like the same with anything. Like I feel like I I naturally like people who Who don't try to flex no they don't need to show off right they they just they know that they got it it's tacky yes they don't have to be tacky about it and they're just like from the good of their heart they're like like the type of person that will like pay for someone's the person behind them groceries around the holidays and they they don't need anyone to know they just tell the cashier hey can you just make sure you cover them and they like they go oh the people on gofundme (laughs) well where are we going the people on gofundme who like I don't know, like, let's say someone's raising money for, like, a a cause that is near or dear or, like, someone, like, wrecked their car or whatever it is. And, like, they donate and they write, like, make my donation. Like, they write their name. No, you can write, like, make it anonymous. Oh, yeah, that's But the thing is, here's the thing. You have to check the box to say make it anonymous. So I feel like a lot of people, like, you see their names on there and people are probably like, oh, I didn't even see the box. It's like, no, everyone sees the box. (laughs) But deep down in that moment, you're faced with a question where you're like, am I actually comfortable enough like with who I am as a person to check the anonymous box? Because I really am just giving this out of good in my heart. Or is there a weird part of me that wants a person to know that I'm giving this money to their cause? I think, okay, so I think... Sometimes I would rather be anonymous if I'm only giving someone like $20. Yeah. But then at the same time, 
I want them to know that I care about them. Yeah, it's a weird, right? Cause you're like, there's this weird party that's do? like, wait, I want them to know I'm giving, not because I want them to be appreciative, but cause I want them to know I care, but also like, that's not the point. point like yeah. I really should just give the money and like, do also, it because it's the right thing to do. If you know them that well, you should just like Venmo them or like give them cash because you don't want GoFundMe taking a cut. Cause they do. You're right. That's, I didn't even think of that. Or like, I feel like I'd go anonymous. Like one time I donated to some like girl I went to high school with, like she was raising money for um, something on GoFundMe and I haven't talked to her. Like, I don't even really know her. Like even in yeah. high school, we follow each other on Instagram, but like the story was moving. So I donated, but I didn't want her to be like confused. So I just made it anonymous. That's nice. So she wasn't like, wait, like how did Shannon find me <laughs> <laughs> after all these years? But like, yeah. Yeah. After, I don't how know. did you I find like her? I like one of those <laughs> Instagram and she's posted on her story. I think that's one of those like character things though, where like when it truly comes yeah. down to it, like who are you? If you're giving $500, right? Like, which is a lot of money. Like I'm not talking about like 20 bucks or five bucks anonymous. Like you're donating to a GoFundMe and it's, you're gonna give $500 for like whatever reason it's a cause you're passionate about or like you feel it's a horrible situation. You wanna give the money like, be honest with yourself. Are you I'm putting my name on yeah, it? Like yeah, like you're most people 100%. are putting their name on it. I'm as putting messed my name up on as that it. sounds. <laughs> I don't know. No. So you were in Newport for this past Sunday? Were you there? Yes. Yeah, so So Michael didn't make you watch football. No. Because you weren't there to watch football. So you missed the first football Sunday of the season? I was with Michael like up until like one PM. So I saw the beginning. I of was one. like football watching adjacent i was <laughs> what is that mean? i was present i saw michael i appreciated that he was watching the sport <laughs> but i was sitting at the kitchen counter like with my back facing the <laughs> tv you're really trying to make it known that shannon does not watch football no i'm kidding i did watch a little bit i just don't I'm know kidding. he was watching like the the red Red zone. Red zone where there's 18 -game. games at once. And I get like anxiety because I'm like, I don't know. And I'm like, score. I'm like rooting <laughs> for the Detroit Lions because they suck. And like, that's the only team I like. And he's like, no, no, no. It's a different game at this point. And I'm like, that's just too much. Too much stimulation. <laughs> okay. Well, I forgot how much I hate it because <laughs> Sunday it rolls around and I'm like, it's all day. Yes. First of all, it's all day. And then what happens Monday night and Thursday night? Like you can't have multiple nights in a week where That's you reserve the thing. TV. Yeah. It's not fair. No. Like, I, okay, Sunday, fine. You want to watch your game. M Monday night rolls around and I'm like, oh, can we watch a million little things? And Mystery Man was like, <laughs> no, the game's on. Honestly, and I, I was like, what do you mean? It was just on yesterday. That's my thing. I didn't realize. Until like last year and like weird because like Michael and I've been dating for a very long time. So I don't know how it didn't hit me until like not that long ago. But football like isn't like a one. Everyone's like, oh, football Sundays. It's just Sundays. Like suck it up, girls. Like, no, no, no. Like it's it's Sundays and then it's Mondays and then it's Thursdays. Like Thursdays are big games too. And I'm like, wait, what? Like we can't catch a break. No. That's three days out it's of the week. Bullshit. That's basically 50% of the week. Yeah. You're not that's wrong. A, that's a lot. Um, but we, I, what's the Buccaneers? So Tom Brady's on the Buccaneers, right? So yeah. we were watching that and I was like, right, I, remember, I feel like I don't hear people call them the Buccaneers a lot, but yeah. What do they call them? So I hear them called the Bucks. Bucks. I was like, yeah. I don't like the Bucks. The Bucks sounds aggressive. Okay. The Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. Okay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That much I know. Buccaneers. Um, and Tom comes on the screen and I'm like, ugh. 
And Mr. Man's like, what? And I was like, I just don't get it. I just don't get the appeal. Okay. Like, he's not that good looking. I get he's the goat. And he was, but I don't know. Basically, we got into this whole big thing. And then I realized that Giselle wasn't there. Mm. She wasn't at the game. Did you hear that they got into a spat? Yeah. And that, like. She left and she went left. to Brazil. No, but the best part about that whole story was every single news headline was like, Giselle has fled the family compound like i was like the <laughs> compound know. yeah i guess their their original home is being under construction so they're at some compound Com now the com oh the compound. the compound i feel like that's like something that like the freaking like kennedy's like old money shit it's like oh like the fam the family estate the compound but yeah that's crazy that she went that she left she left but she she was in florida she was spotted this weekend in florida but she didn't go to the game do you think they're gonna get divorced? I don't know. I just like this situation is really tough, and I feel like it's a classic example of how we don't know what's going on inside of a marriage, right? Like we just right. don't know, and it's tough because it's easy for people to like speculate, cast blame against Giselle, and be like she's controlling, let the man play, and to play devil's advocate. And honestly, like, I'm not even saying I'm on her side at all, but just to play devil's advocate, like what if he really did promise her, hey? I'm going to quit after this or I'm I'm going to retire after this. And um, like he doesn't really like half the year really he spent football is his one true love. Football is his child. Like he's dedicated to the sport. He's probably not giving his family the attention that obviously he probably wished he could. So if it was something that like he literally said to her, listen, I'm retiring after this. Like I'm spending time with our children, with you. Like we're doing all the things we've always wanted to do. And now he's backing out. Like I could understand why she's upset maybe he felt pressure in the first place and like he didn't ever want to retire and he was just kind of doing it to appease her and decided like why should i do this like i'm still young and i can still play like there's just so many things that could have happened and it's hard to know what happened behind closed doors so yeah i think it's a sad situation it is in general it is and I, see the thing is is that why like if you truly love your family and your wife like why would you even risk it i don't know like he's had know. a good run he has more money than he needs i don't think it's the money it's not it's definitely not but it's like like she makes more money than he does i know but at what point are you like okay i need to like not be selfish for five seconds because he's like it's not just like him like the whole family's had has had to make sacrifices for him to follow his dreams for what how many years 20 years it's like they did anything though i think it like I don't know. I always say this. Like, I think men really struggle with, like, sports. It takes them so long to get over, like, their identity as, like, an athlete. Because, like, your whole life it's, like, I am a football player. It's who I am. I'm the best of the best. And then, like, one day all of a sudden that's, like, gone. Yeah. And it's, like, they lose who they are. And I, I don't think it's that he doesn't love his wife and his children. I think he does love them. But, like, his whole identity is football. And I think to walk away from that, a lot of, like, professional athletes like they feel like they lose who they are and a lot of them do become depressed after and like there's a lot that happens i feel like it's there's so many layers to it but i'm also just like i i don't know i i think there's some just baggage there which is why i yeah like don't think i could ever date or marry an athlete i feel like the wives actually go through a lot yeah and it's a lot of like you know they win they lose they want to retire they get hurt like it's there's actually a lot of ups and downs that kind of happen i know, know for the family i don't know well good luck godspeed i hope to god that he wins this season 
So he can be done. A Super Bowl, that's what it's called. I hope he makes it, to, at least makes it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that he can be done. So you think that's what he I'd, I'd hate to see a family break up over I a know, sport. I know. I really would. I completely agree with that. Um, all right, let's just dive into the rest of Drunk Deeds. So Kourtney Kardashian is doing a Boohoo collab. Boohoo. Did you say woohoo or boohoo? Boohoo. <laughs> woohoo. <laughs> woohoo. <laughs> I'm like half dead. Um, okay, so she is she just dropped today a collection that includes 45 pieces ranging from $6 to $100. 41 items are made with recycled fibers while two are vintage. I I okay, I've never purchased anything from Boohoo. Have you have? Yeah thoughts do you like it it's like i would compare boohoo is to sheen? probably a little um like no not Shein. it's it's more like uh on the same part as like nasty gal and like um shit i'm trying to think of so a hundred dollars isn't that because when i think of boohoo i was like wait a hundred they can really charge a hundred dollars no. are there it's very expensive for boohoo okay it's, it's supposed to be inexpensive have. it's supposed to be like a um like probably a less size version of h&m or like a is it princess polly no no no, no. princess polly is more expensive i think than boohoo oh. is like you can get like you're right it's probably fashion nova it's yes i think boohoo is more on on pace with fashion nova um i think it's like a nicer probably a slightly nicer version than she and like you can get like Cheap. tops and things for like ten dollars on Boohoo and stuff, but it's better quality than Shein. I just think I don't even think it's better quality. I just think like Shein is like more hit or miss. Like there's yeah. such a range. I think Boohoo is a little bit more consistent. They do like more collabs and stuff, but a hundred is a lot. Like if you're spending a hundred dollars on one thing from Boohoo, like that's a lot. Weird. Like it's yeah. not Revolve. <laughs> no, it's not. I I wonder if it's whatever vintage pieces they are. Yeah. Um. But basically, Courtney's getting a lot of shit yeah just because it is fast fashion but she's kind of you know trying to make positive of the of this like she said she wanted this collab to bring attention to people who may not know about the impacts of fast fashion on our planet which is like valid but at the same time it's like okay well then you're kind of contributing contributing to it at the same time but she's happy because she's using this as an opportunity to push boohoo to make changes and hold them accountable that makes no sense so she's doing a <laughs> collaboration with boohoo where she's going to be profiting off of it and it is fast fashion and people are giving her backlash and she's saying yeah well that's why i'm doing it is to raise awareness but she's yeah. still profiting and do doing it and yeah. it's also admitted that she's done it before yeah but she, if you wanted to raise awareness then why doesn't she just put something out to her instagram with her millions and millions of followers saying hey fast fashion is uh bad, bad. for the environment but why doesn't she just do that instead of having a collab well, with them what a ridiculous like chris jenner like the the layers of like pr like distortion like behind that comment is like so <laughs> classic she said i don't have all the answers <sighs> but as someone who has done a fast fashion line collab in the past which didn't get backlash because i was not calling attention to trying to make better changes i feel proud about doing it with with intention That's and purpose such bs the reason why i didn't get backlash is because people weren't really like taking note of fast fashion so much in years past like i feel like the past year like the whole clean girl aesthetic like vlogger like whatever has like kind of brought to people and especially since like you and i always talk about the trends mm -hmm. cycling in and out so fast people are constantly like buying new stuff getting rid of stuff buying new stuff getting rid of stuff it's become so bad the past i think year 
that people are starting to be like, wait, guys, like this is a little crazy. Like we don't need to be like buying a brand new wardrobe every like two months or so to keep up with it. That's why it's getting the backlash right now. Not because she's bringing it to light. There's no way she brought shit to light until people started calling (laughs) her out for it. Yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh. People seem to like admit when they're wrong. That would be refreshing. What do you think Boohoo has Kardashian money? Like how much money do you think they had to like? They're really successful. Are they? Yeah. Enough to pay I wonder if that's public. Boohoo. I think Boohoo acquired Nasty Gal. What do I Google? Boohoo net worth? I I guess so. Boohoo Zero. Huh? I don't know if net worth. They're in the billions though. Yeah. No, they're huge. Damn. They're huge in the UK too. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. I guess, should I shop Boohoo? No. No. Abby, no. Abby, no. no. <laughs> I'll just take a look. We're like, yeah, fast fashion's like so bad and so bad for the <laughs> environment. And then we're like, wait, should we actually like. Wait, but I want to know what these pieces are. Honestly, I do like what I'm seeing there where I, I feel like I'm seeing a lot more like just in general on TikTok, I feel like the trend from what I'm seeing has been a lot more like girls being like, here's how you can take your summer outfits and make them like, like a little more fallish or a little more winterish. Like here's how you can just throw this jacket over this summery dress and boom, it's a fall outfit. Like I, I do feel like I'm seeing a trend go in that direction versus like, here's how to get like a brand new PR haul every single day. We're back with another PR haul like every single day. Like that's, kind of nauseating after a while yeah i think clothing hauls are like my least favorite thing to watch it's weird because in the beginning i liked them but like they ended up getting like kind of i feel like redundant. well it's the youtube ones i don't mind the tiktok ones because i actually like do appreciate like the people that advice yeah like the advice and like people who actually link where they got things from but i feel like when you know an influencer is just doing like a paid collab for a haul i'm like Mm. It also makes me sick to think about the fact that, um, I don't know, it's been hitting me lately and I'm not, I'm not someone that usually pays a ton of attention to this stuff, but like knowing that they're getting these like haul, like massive hauls sent to them and that they're like, whatever they pick out their like 15 pieces or whatever. And then it's like, what are they doing with it after? Cause you never see them wear the stuff again, selling except for maybe it. once like they're selling it or they're just getting rid of it, or, like giving it away. And I'm just like, it's just so wasteful. And I don't know. That's a good point. I feel like They're it's contributing one th- to Yeah, like it's, it's actually waste. the influencers that like we should be <laughs> cracking down on, um, not poor Kourtney Kardashian. They get they get <laughs> so much free shit. They can't possibly no. like have enough space and Every capacity time. to wear it. Every time I see the PR hauls like I send to them, which isn't even really their fault. Like it's just like the, it's the industry right now, right? Yeah. Like you send shit to influencers, they post it, <clears> which <throat> gives you as a company publicity and it's like a win-win for everyone. So I, I understand that's the model. I just think eventually we're gonna need to tweak the model because it's really just not sustainable. Um, but I think there's a difference between that and like girls who are like, here's how to style things. I do, like you said, I do appreciate yeah. like, oh, okay, that's really cute. And you know that they bought that because they generally like it. It's in their wardrobe. They're wearing like, it. So, yeah, they yes. recycle, reuse. They are wearing Reduce, it. reuse, recycle. Yeah, <laughs> the three hours, I don't freaking know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just another, just another reason why the Kardashians are getting shit on this week. Yeah, that's just like classic. But I do think the whole fast fashion thing is interesting because I've kind of been like noticing it for a while now, and I do think it's like kind of good that we're all kind of we're all getting on the band, not the bandwagon. But also, like who's not aware? 
I don't know. I feel like like she's saying like people aren't aware. Like people are aware. People know. People have been you might noticing. be in denial. I think during the pandemic, we all just like went through this period of wearing sweatshirts and sweatpants every single day. And I think online shopping started ramping up because people weren't leaving the house. And then I think what happened was when people started like actually wearing clothes that weren't sweats again, like the online shopping didn't go anywhere and people were realizing how much money people were spending online. So they were like, let's just keep like releasing new trends like every two months, buy brand new shit all the time. And like, it's just gotten so out of hand. Yeah. I saw a LinkedIn article. I don't, so take that with a grain of salt, but like basically saying that like malls are like suffering and that everyone is shopping online. Yeah. Like if you walk around, like you'll see people at the mall, but the numbers are increasing like they're increasingly getting yeah can you increasingly get lower they're decreasing they're decreasing (laughs) (laughs) they're increasingly like the decrease is increasing they're increasingly getting exponentially lower lower (laughs) (laughs) yes all right um leonardo dicaprio and Gigi hadid are kissing (laughs) i wrote kissing No, they're definitely kissing. Definitely kissing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Literally. No, they are definitely like a thing now. They've been seen hanging out with groups of people. And I honestly just. I'm like shocked. Yeah, I have no words. I have no words. I'm just like, what the hell is going on? They kind of look alike. Yeah, do they? I don't know. I'm just like visualizing it in my head. I'm not like staring at them right now, but I'm about to. I just like I can see it because she's definitely like the type that he'd go for. She's like young and like a model. Yeah. No, he definitely has a type. But like young models, and it, it makes sense that like these two people that are like out of this world would yeah. find each other. But I'm also just like so shocked. Okay, hot take. I don't think Leo is good looking. What? No I th- I thought he was like in his prime, but like not anymore. N- like in this present day, I don't think he's good looking. I just feel like he's like. Why are all models with ugly boys? I don't. Get I it. wouldn't consider Leonardo DiCaprio to be <laughs> ugly boy. I feel like any girl like in the United States would probably date Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> except for maybe you. But you've now on this podcast said that you think that Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom, Tom Brady <laughs> are not good looking. So I don't know what sort of standards you have. It's just um, my it's standards. Just yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, but like, yeah. I don't think I'm not going to get into it. Um, <laughs> that Dave Porter is good looking. Yeah, he's not. It's his humor. Yeah. Is I Leo know. is Leo funny in real life? I'd love to know. I feel like he's just Leonardo DiCaprio. He's the A best, legend. like one of the best actors of all time, and he's am- I don't know. He's just like he is. I'm looking at him right now, and it just doesn't do it for me. Have you watched his movies? I feel like you just might not. What's his understand. latest one? Obviously, I've seen Titanic. Okay, well, that's like the in the, the Notebook. Mo- he wasn't in the Notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you that's serious? Gosling, no, I no. actually, I might, I might quit. I'm kidding, Peter. I can't work under I'm, these conditions. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You are not kidding. <laughs> I know I'm not. The they notebook. look alike. He, is Ryan Gosling good looking? Let me see. Yes. If you say he's in not present I'm day. Done. No, not in present oh day. Oh my god! No, I mean no. people do this thing where they age. But he's still, <laughs> I know, it's he's so still scary. Leonardo DiCaprio. George Clooney is still George Clooney. Brad Pitt is still Brad Pitt. Wolf of Wall Street. He was in. Yes. Yeah, he's good looking man. <laughs> also, <laughs> Tom Cruise doesn't look different. I can't Tom get over Cruise. it. He looks the same. Oh, in Top Gun. Yeah. I don't even know what we're talking about. Oh, Gigi Hadid and <laughs> yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. I'm just happy that they both moved on because they both have been recently single. He's like a serial dater, though. 
Is, oh, is he? Like, he's, like, the classic, like, never tied down, dates, like, hot models. And, I like, probably would, France too, if I were him. And, like, never was. He was, like, he's, like, a George Clooney. Except George Clooney ended up getting married, is but George Clooney good looking? Let's see. What? I'm just looking. <laughs> I'm just looking. Oh, he's old. Oh, he's 61. Yes. Oh, he's nice for a 61-year-old. Obviously, it's George Clooney. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I just... I, I need to get off this topic. I can't. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Dixie. Okay. The D'Amelio's girl. I thought this whole time that she was younger. She's, in fact... She's older. Not. Yes. She just shaved her head and okay. made an eight-minute YouTube video about it. Okay. I did watch the entire thing. Okay. Um, so you'll watch that. Yeah. <laughs> My priorities are really Yeah, I've straight. actually... I've never seen a single movie that Tom Cruise... Or Leonardo DiCaprio or George Clooney are in, but I did watch the eight minute freaking video about Dixie D'Amelio shaving her head. Whatever. Okay. It was it was more entertaining than they'll ever be. Right, right. I'm kidding. So she shaved her head because she just wants to be the cool girl. Okay. Which I think it's like a concerning reason too. It's but concerning, then, but like also I kind of appreciate the honesty. Yeah. She said she's been wanting to do it since she was in sixth grade. Which, okay, I'm glad that you're finally doing something you want to. But then she went on to say that she's been sad recently, but she didn't want to say anything because she doesn't want people to think that she's having a mental breakdown. But that kind of makes me think that she is. And like, why are you sad? I don't. You have a bajillion followers and millions of dollars. Yeah, but I feel like is money, it a boy? Money don't equal happiness, baby. Yeah, you know? I really found that hard to believe. I just feel like. The more, more money, more problems. Yeah. More followers, more problems. I will more say. More likes, more problems. <laughs> Did you see the picture of her? She looks great. I'll give her that. I just like, I don't know. I, I don't know what to believe these days. I don't know if it's a PR stunt where like people are kind of shaving their head randomly. Like didn't Doja Cat do it or whatever? Like, is it? Okay, I think that was a are, mental breakdown. Though. Okay, so, like, are we just, like, is this, like, a thing that people are doing for, and I don't want to say attention, because that's going to sound wrong if she is going through something, but, like, I don't know. I don't know how, like, their PR teams work. I don't know if it's trying to get the buzz going, because maybe she, she's trying to drop a song next week. She says I she wants no to idea. restart. Okay. But, like, why is that, like, why is your hair a, a symbol of restarting? I've gone through some really difficult times in my life and, <laughs> like, gone through, like, some periods of, like, mild depression. I've never felt the, the urge, urge to shave my head. But that's me. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. We did go blonde, though, that's during the true. pandemic. Yes, and I, I do think that's that, normal. I think that was a cry for help. I do. Oh, it was not normal? No, no, I, I think actually don't. It was fun. I'm happy we did it. But like, I don't know. I can't, I can't sit here and judge like what may or may not be going on with someone. I just like, I don't, it's hard to know if something is like a publicity stunt or if it's like what they want to do. If it's what they want to do, then that's fine. But if it's like a publicity stunt, then I'm like, she what? has the jawline and the head to do it. Like yeah, she has a great it. shaped head. Yeah. I think that's like key, but I feel like you never know until you do it. I think it's one of those like famous people things where they can do things that like maybe aren't traditional and like if if you have a girl that's her age that's walking into whatever like college or high school or what however old she is with a shaved head like people are gonna be maybe like not very nice to them or like maybe asking them about it or I don't know but like she can do those things and can make a statement and like cool because she has this huge following so it's like I right, cool go for it I guess I don't know 
I guess her mom shaved her head when she was younger, when she moved to New York. So shaved her own head or shaved her head? Her own head. Like okay. her mom shaved so her own that's head. Just like a vibe. So it runs in the family. Like if I walked into <laughs> high school when I was in high school, and I feel like high school maybe was a different place when I was there than it is today. But if I just like woke up and shaved my head and walked in high school, people would be like, what the hell? Yeah. But at the same time, I think it's cool that if people want to do that, they can do that. I have no idea. She's Dixie. She can do whatever she She's wants. She's Dixie. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that becomes a thing. Maybe people start shaving their heads. No. I'm not on board for that. I don't want to know what my head shape is. Does that sound weird? Like the back of my head. That's none of your business. Like I don't Or mine. Have you ever seen like, like do you ever see like if someone had like a video and it's like you from behind and it doesn't look like you? Like you don't recognize it. Has ever happened to you? No. Like if someone's like taking a video of like in like the back of your head was in it. I'm like, oh. No, I just feel like I like don't know who it is. I'm not used to seeing the back of my head. Like I don't know what happens back there. <laughs> yeah, most people don't. But yeah. it almost like feels like it's, you, you like don't relate to it. You're like, oh, that's not even me. Like I don't know who that is. Okay, we'll move on. Maybe we'll that's just like on. my own thing. No, it's okay. It's like you never know what anyone's like. We don't know what we actually look like. Yes. Like I wish I could see what you see of me. I know. But I'll never know. We'll never know what we actually Unless like. I could like do some out of body experience where I literally go out of body yeah. for like two seconds and just look and then go right back. Right. And I always wonder like the mirrors where I look good, like do I look significantly worse? Mirrors where I look yeah, bad. I Is never it, know what to believe. You don't know what to believe. Even in the car. You never know. There's like two different mirrors and I'm like, what do I look at? Also, some days you look better than others and like your face like changes throughout the month. I just think it's all very strange. Yeah. I don't know. Also worth um, noting, I know obviously the whole, everyone's been talking about this and there's a lot of moving parts, but um, the queen did pass away. I think at this point, everyone knows that. Yeah. Um, By the time this episode comes out, I think they will be out of their mourning. There's like a 10 day mourning period. Um, Is there? Yeah. It's not required, but it's suggested. So it's not like no everyone- work has to be they like wear a certain attire for morning and everything like that it's not like everyone has to be in morning but it is suggested um and then i think like so charles yep is officially like because i think a lot of people like wonder well he hasn't been like crowned <clears throat> king yet so does that mean that there's like no king right now he is king he just isn't gonna officially be crowned king until his like uh, ceremony that he has i think in like I think in like a few months or something. But the second that she died, like he became king. Like that's how it works. So that's kind of the moving parts there. I know that um, both sons like went to obviously be there. Um, the wives didn't initially go. I think that they're there at this point, obviously. How long but. do you think he was prepping for that day? I don't know. I mean, she was old and I'm sure she wasn't like in great health towards the end. So I'm sure he knew that it was I know. Like it, it obviously wasn't a su- surprise that like one day that would happen. Like she was obviously gonna die at some point. She lived a long, nice life. But like, at what point do you start? Like, is there? I don't know. I'm just like thinking of Princess Diaries and like thinking of of Mia and like did did he have like training? Like, how does that work? Oh, like yeah. she was like queen for mad long. Yeah. Like, how do you just become king one day? Like, I feel like there should be like oh a I training mean, their class. Whole, on that. Their whole life is a training class. Like from the second that he was born. Like when you're a prince. Right, right, right. Yeah, like your whole life. Like from the second you're born, like if you know you're going to be the next king, like you're groomed for that your entire life. Like growing up in the royal family, like what to do, how to talk to people, what to say, et cetera. Um, Also, like there's a lot of debate about her little purse that she (gasps) 
carries around all the time. What to do with it? I bet it'll go in a museum. No? There's, like, this purse that she, like, always carries around, I guess. And people, like, have always wondered, like, what's in the purse? Like, she would always, always, always wear it. And that's, like, people are kind of, like, wondering, like, what's inside her handbag? Honestly, like, I imagine, like, mints. Yes. Like, that's just, like, very on brand for, like, a 90-year-old. I would love to... I, I, she said it was nothing like crazy. Um, she said she keeps marmalade in there, which is like jam. Marmalade. You never know when you want some toast. But I don't know if that was like supposed to be a joke or not. But I think it's one of those things where she always had this purse. She would always carry it around and people were like, what's in the purse? Like, what's the significance? But I don't think anyone actually oh my God. Like, has truly like learned. What if the purse is actually like a bomb in disguise or like a gun what? in disguise? And like oh, if like, anyone were to protect th- her? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. You know how they like make, I don't know if this is actually real life. This is like probably what I learned in like Inspector Gadget movies or whatever, but like lipsticks that are actually knives. Like I, I guarantee there's purses out there that are weapons. Yes. Actually, that's a, that would be a really good idea. Right. I wouldn't put it past her. She seems like a badass. She does. Um, but yeah, so Unfortunately, um, she has passed away and um, <clears throat> Charles will be king, which is crazy. I mean, she was obviously like the queen for our entire lifetimes. I think it was 75, 74, 75 years she was ruling for. So obviously just like a huge, I think a huge event for like the world. You know what I mean? Like she was a yeah. major world leader. Interesting though, I just found out the other day, someone I work with actually told me this. Did you know that JK Rowling's net worth was supposedly more than the Queen's? Are you serious? No, I had no idea. I think idea. that's like a wild stat. The Queen's net worth? Like supposedly. How is, I feel like the Queen would have like, no cap. The Queen was like 500 million and like JK Rowling was a billion or something like that. However, I think there's like a loophole. Yeah. But I did read that. I know you're right. I just said how wealthy was the Queen. And it does say 500 million. And J.K. Rowling was a billion. However, I know that like the royal family low-key like kind of owns everything and like all this property and stuff. So I'm pretty sure a lot of that's like- Like that's just like- Yeah, like- like, yeah, That's like their net worth, which is like documented. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of like loopholes to that that's not documented because they, I know they own like literally everything, but I thought that was interesting. Hmm. Um, I also think it's interesting because like um, people- like people were definitely rattled. Like this girl I work with, yeah. um, like one of my good friends, like she loves the royal family, oh, like God. the queen, and she was like very Freaking upset out. when it happens. Yeah. Oh my God, I like was people with, get very invested. Well, I was at my work conference when we found out, and we have a office in London, and all the London people were at the offsite thing, and so when we found out, they were all just like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. And I was, and and we were all like, "Oh shit!" And we're like, "It was so awkward." Oh my gosh! Yeah. It was so awkward because they were all like sad and i was like i'm sorry for your loss it's just like so different for them because they like when you have a king or a queen like you have them until they die yeah it's not like for us where we have like a president for four years or eight years or whatever like they have that person for like 50 60 70 years so it's like the end of like a true era for them huh very interesting but well i guess long live the king at this point um all right fashion week um (laughs) fashion week by the time this episode airs will officially be over yeah what do you think about fashion week or when Um, comes around i feel like it comes around more often than not these days because i feel like because it gets posted so much it feels like it's always fashion week do you get excited when you see this stuff or are you kind of just like ugh, like it's okay here's the thing 
couldn't give two shits as yeah. a normal person. But if I were an influencer, I would be doing whatever I need to do to get an invite. Yes. But I just, I think like fashion is not my strong suit and I'm very opinionated. I feel like I would just look there and the it, my face would read it all. It would say it all. Really? Like my face would just be like, interesting, interesting. I don't know i would love to be a guest at one but i don't i don't think i deserve to be there okay i don't think i would appreciate that's a, that's it as much. i know i'm honest i'm on the, the tiktoks and stuff though like your yeah. entire like ig feed tiktok feed every single influencer under the signs like posting 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 like fashion week fashion week like, yeah. are you annoyed by that or are you like this is like entertaining um so i feel like last year a lot of the influencers got shit for being invited because it's like who are you? You're just like an influencer. Yeah. Like you don't deserve to be right, there. Right, right. Um, it doesn't bother me. I I mean, like I do, I can, I can appreciate all the different, you know, like the Alice and Olivia event looked so much fun. Yeah. I feel like that was like the one thing that I saw. My t it was just people that went to the Alice and Olivia event. Um, but it doesn't bother me. Yeah. I, I feel like you live for it. I live for it. I really do. But I do understand why some people get annoyed. They're like, all right, that's enough. Yeah. It's just like people going to fashion week. And I do think there's a difference. Like I follow a decent amount of influencers that are not fashion influencers yeah. or like even really like lifestyle influencers. They're just like funny or like do comedy, whatever it They're is. Just and they get invited to fashion week. And I do understand why people get upset because some people work their entire lives to get invited to fashion week. So exactly. they're kind of like, why should this person be able to go? I do get that, but I also get the exposure element. I don't know. But um, what are but, we trying to expose? Because you can't buy a ticket, right? Well, a lot of these brands like, well, like you can buy a ticket to you some can. shows, like general, but like the people that are going aren't buying tickets. Like these brands will like have these people come to their events so that the influencers can post like about like the clothes and stuff. So their followers buy the stuff. Like it makes sense why brands do it. They want people with a big following to come regardless, I guess, of if they're fashion influencers. I personally follow influencers that like, are fashion like they're in the fashion world like they work in fashion and they're influencers so like they it makes sense why they go and i i think it's interesting because i love the outfits yeah i love like the glam the decor like the after parties like everything is immaculate the after my, parties it's like going to like the vogue after party like i just can only imagine it's my dream to go to fashion week so i know i'm manifesting is. that by this time next year if i get invited to fashion week like i will be a happy happy girl for now i'm just living vicariously through it but I do like, I love it. I know you do. I like I said, like I I don't see um, why influencers shouldn't be invited, but I just think that like it's become so influencer heavy. That's all. Like I, I would love to see like Fashion Week from the eyes of non a non influencer. Yeah, exactly. Like or even in Sex in the City, like they used to go to Fashion Week and they go to the fashion shows before influencers were a thing. And like yeah. that's like the era I wish I could go to Fashion Week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like back then. Before it was like Before it was like how it is now where it's just like, oh, everyone's just like trying to get videos so they can make a good TikTok. It's like, no, no, no. Like people are actually in the moment and they're right. enjoying it. Yeah. And like actually trying to watch the fashion shows and not just like post their outfits. I don't know. It's just like a different world, I guess. Yeah. Well, I was surprised that you weren't at least in New York for it. I know. Because when you texted me if I wanted to go to New York for Halloween, I was like, oh my God, wait, isn't New York... 
fashion week right now i know i know i wish i was there but like i just like physically couldn't be there i was also in newport for work so that's why do you think you could smother your way in to fashion week i don't know or like at an after party at least right like i wonder if you bring a clipboard even getting like one invite or like invited to like one after party and that's the thing all these people aren't created equal like there's certain shows that are better than other shows right so you want to get invited to like the coolest shows the coolest after parties and like they're not all like some of them might be easier to get an invite to like i would take like bottom of the barrel if i had to i wouldn't care just to be there yeah so fun but if you walk around with a clipboard and or a ladder could you weasel your way in i know like could i seem like i know what i'm doing i think they have that you work there they have badges i've looked Mm. into it um but no new york for halloween would be super fun yeah we should do that i i a group i've been to new york in so long but i'm down yeah city of angels it is my birthday is coming up i know i'm so excited we could go for that are you on board with lying about your age or Um, are you like gonna tell people that you're turning 27 and be like boring Ew, I, okay, I don't like the number 27. You don't like 27? No. Did you like 26? 26 feels young. Like cute. I like saying, like, if someone asked me, like, how old are you? Like, I'm 26. Like, that sounds cool. You say 27, and it's like, oh, whatever. It's so long. 27. 26? <laughs> 27. But, like, I think it might be, like, an, an odd. No, because even, it's not an odd Wait, it's the even. only one that has, yeah, because, like, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. <laughs> 28 like 28 almost sounds better it does there's something about 27 that it just doesn't sit it right just with doesn't me sit right so i might just have to like either erase it or say that i'm 28 i don't know i like haven't thought about it yourself? i haven't really thought about i feel like the older you get the i don't know like until it's my dirty 30 i might start lying about being older so people can be like you look great <laughs> like what if i was like i'm 44 <laughs> no shot yeah that's true people are probably no like shot. no you're too stupid no. don't have enough life experience they'd be like where's your ring oh i'd be like i'm actually a spinster a spin what the hell is a spinster like in the old days if you were like over the age of 30 and not married they'd call you a spinster wow learn you something need to new watch bridget day. jones diary they talked they talk all about spinsters no i don't mm. so good mm. Ugh. I, don't, mm. I don't get it I know you like you've gotten on board with watching TV. Next will be movies. We're working. Wait, Maybe that's a movie. Yeah. Oh, Bridget Jones Diary. I thought I had no idea. It's a classic. Feel good about a spinster. A spinster. But yeah, your birthday. I'm excited. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We have that coming up. We're both gonna be living in the city officially. You're back in Seaport. Back in Seaport. I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to jinx it because I haven't seen the apartment yet. And I'm going to see the apartment. And if I like it, then I'm moving in in like a week. So there's that. Yeah. We'll both be back in. And I'm honestly just like excited. I think you've been not living in the city the past No, few I hate the suburbs. I honestly thought that I could maybe see myself moving to the suburbs and settling down soon. But being, okay, maybe it's just where I am, but being 25 minutes away from Whole Foods, 15 minutes away from the closest Starbucks, I can't walk anywhere. Yeah. I can't do anything. It's definitely different. You know what I mean? I don't like it. You don't like it? No. When I drove into the city today to record, I literally like felt a breath of fresh air. I was like, oh my God, there she is. It's weird because a lot of people say they get that feeling when they leave the city like i know a lot of people are like when i leave boston and i drive to new hampshire or to like 
the Cape, I feel this like breath of relief. Like I'm yeah. out of the city and I'm not surrounded by people, but I get this weird comfort with seeing the big building, Same. seeing the people. It the makes you feel comforted, of- comforted. Like it makes you feel like I'm not alone. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's I why I'm, I think I might be an, an extrovert because I feel like I'm fueled by like the, the busyness and the people. But yeah. like at the same, I hate them. But at the same time, like it makes me feel comforted that they're there. The suburbs make me uncomfortable. If someone was like picture, like paint a picture of like what would make you like depressed. And I just picture like a town that's just like no one's in it. Like a yeah, you know what I mean? no, no, no. Like a um almost like a like a population a go- a ghost, of a thousand a ghost town like a town that used like a city that used to be booming and now there's just no one there like that to me or like a strip mall that's just like Empty. desolate and like deserted like that shit like depresses me like i feel like some like an area that's like booming with people makes me feel excited and happy but like a lot of people disagree they're like seeing that many people gives me anxiety which i totally get that too like, so I'm that's probably like, why you would thrive in New York because it's like the most amount of people so, in the smallest location. I just think it's like the energy. Like there's just something about like walking around. And like, even today when we were walking into record, it's like everyone was getting out of work and people were like going to different places, going out to dinner. And there's like this like buzz and energy in the air. Students would just move back into Boston and it's like the best time to be in the city right now. That like gives me my energy, like feeding off of other people's. That's beautiful. But a lot of people are like, no, I hate that shit. No, I couldn't. I, I, like I said, Maybe I'm we're very just city, grateful. We're just city gals. Yeah, I'm, I'm a city girl. I'm, I'm excited to get back into the city and take my public transportation again. I hate driving my car. I honestly forgot how to do it. So I'm going to put <laughs> Rhonda the Honda um, back into her spot and I'm not going to touch her. Not going to touch I her. I thought I wasn't going to get my apartment um, because the person, the realtor that was touring it said something about like how he lives nearby and that like he parks on the street and he drives a Mercedes and he's never had a problem. And I was like, oh, that might change if I move into town. <laughs> and then I said it out loud and I was like, Abby, why did you say that? And he was like, why? And I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, because yeah, you're a reckless driver. Yeah. <laughs> I and I was like, please don't, please don't deny me. It's exhilarating. That. that is the funniest shit I've ever heard. No, it's that might really, change. Like you might just yeah. get an occasional hit and run. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally what I meant. Like that's like the funniest thing I've ever heard. No, it's actually so dead bad. serious. No, he like he like stopped and was like, "What do you mean?" And you I were like, like, "Oh, just don't um, worry about it." <laughs> That's the funniest thing ever. so embarrassing. That's actually really classic. No, but honestly, guys, like, I'm just, I'm looking forward to this fall. And I know we've been, like, saying it all summer. But I feel like we've had so much, I don't know. I don't want to say uncertainty. We've had so much life. We've just (laughs) Just been, like, living life. And it's been so fun. But I think, yeah, you're moving into your place this coming weekend. I'll be in in two weeks. Back in the city. We're going to water taxi to each other. It's going to be amazing. We're going to focus on content and, like, it's just going to be great. And I'm excited to be like grounded and like have our shit figured out. Cause it's been like mayhem, not knowing where we're living, not knowing what's happening like in our lives. And I think the girls just need some structure and I'm like yeah. so happy to have it. No, I'm out of my routine. I haven't been to Equinox in so long and I just want to be back into my own space. I feel like routine is so important. And when you're out of your routine, like you can literally lose like yourself and like your purpose and you're like wait what is going on like every day feels like the same yeah and you need like a reset and honestly like bless michael because i feel like i go through these like weird like 
whirlwinds of emotions where I'll seem fine and then all of a sudden I'll call him like bawling my eyes out and there's nothing even wrong. I'm just like, I'm like, I don't like, I don't have a structure of right. anything in my life and I don't know, like I'm going from one place to another and I'm constantly thinking about like my next move. I can't ever like feel present and like in my own body. Yeah. And like I, I had this work event that started on Monday and I literally went to the hotel on Sunday, checked in, took a shower, put the robe on, ordered room service and just like, went to about 8 p.m. because I was like, I just needed to feel like I could have some like alone time where I just wasn't like running all over the place. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think getting like back into like a routine and like getting to like you and I getting to like just hang out during the weekend on the weekends and like have it not be like traveling somewhere and like running ourselves like rampant is going to be so refreshing. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Sounds like a dream. <laughs> we're like, we're like describing just an ordinary like life as if it was like the gold standard. We're like, yeah, just the thought of like rolling out of bed and like <laughs> going to work and like coming home and like sleeping in the same bed every night. Like what a dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like it's important because no one, no one like talks about how change is scary. And like, I feel like I haven't been in the suburbs for that long, but the fact that I'm already leaving it is giving me anxiety. Cause I feel like I just got settled into yeah his parents house and now I'm like about to leave and now I have to get like readjusted to a new apartment a new living arrangement and now a new neighborhood like I've never lived in EC before and so now I'm like well shit like I just got no comfortable no I hate change I'm so bad at adjusting yeah so. but you but the good news is like you always have to mentally tell yourself because this is what I go through every time I move which is once a year if not more um <laughs> that like you will get used to it like you yeah. will get adjusted you said like kind of power through it and it's, you're gonna have some anxiety and like that's fine but like you're gonna get adjusted and you'll be fine and it'll work out yeah well godspeed to the both of us i know i'm looking forward to it the fall of shannon and gail i'm looking forward to it but thank you guys that's all we have for you this week thank you for bearing with us through the summer i know there's been so much like changing schedules trying to like do the podcast remotely solo traveling moving the dates around we promise that this fall we will be back to our regular scheduled pro programming we love you guys so much Follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. Follow us on TikTok. It's drinksafterwork, no underscore. And if you're a girl in the Boston area looking to make new girlfriends and find things to do, get drinks after work, follow or join our private Facebook group. It's linked in our IG bio. In the bio. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, baddies. Bye. <laughs>